hot outside. It's hot outside. It's so hot outside. I know, I'm digging it. Oh, yeah. Community. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talk to Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in. Hey, moderators, if you would be so kind. Let's get everybody moved up from the after party room, shall we? Looks like we got a couple of stragglers down there. We'll get them moved up. Hey, and let's find out who is hanging out with us here on a beautiful heat wave Sunday afternoon. <laughs> it's hot. Uh, let's find out. Hey, Zakara. What's up? Zakara on 136. Lost Waldo on 31. Welcome into the show. Hey, Truck and Chick on 26 and 15. Hayden Planetarium. Server 27. Welcome. Grand Vampire on 34. Marias on server 195. The former 194, now 195. Congratulations to you guys on a successful merger. Yeah. Aries on server 14. Chronic Break on server 18. What's up, Aardvark? 26. Coulter on 15. And uh, Shade 85 on server 18. What's up, Dead Dealer? On 15. Shinjo on 26 and 43. Welcome into the show. Battle Droid on server 13. What's up? Wicked Witch. Uh, Talking Trek Moderator is here from server 15. Appreciate you being here. Impervious was up. Lord Neelix on 15. Chala on 15. And yet another 15. And Master Raven. Welcome into the show. Appreciate it. Aries says it's 96 degrees here. Yeah, it's 85 here where we're at. And it's hot. <laughs> Hudson, European server 146. Welcome in. Shotgun Chick on 32. Fartasia Founder server 190. What up? Herc on server 25 and ready to get his learn on. Starbase server 8. Misty 16. Gregor, server 9. Welcome into the show. Gallum on 21. Haven on 27. Emperor Sun. Hello. McRock 145 and chilling out at the beach. Oh my goodness. I'm so jelly. Yeah, I'm jelly. Hey, what's up, Tabby Moses? Server 20, Nostromo, Server 30, Impervious, Windy Cool, and uh, here on 135. Welcome, big country. Yes, it's hot, buddy. <laughs> I, it's it's hot. Yeah, ooh, goodness. Burn like ice on server 143. Omicron on server 16. Hola, hola. European server 134 welcomes a fox. Hello, Stephen Zarin, 129 and 630 in the morning in New Zealand. Appreciate you being here. Bankman on 32. Data on 32 as well. Karkin and Jester on 15. Welcome into the show. Lord Farquaad on European server 147. And the list goes on and on. We appreciate you guys all being here, making time on your weekend to uh to spend with us yeah shade says 95 degrees in indiana it's warm it's warm guys i ain't gonna lie it's it's pretty hot as a matter of fact i'm gonna apologize if you guys end up hearing a little bit of background noise i had to move a fan i had to move a fan out here to the garage because i mean i've told you my garage is nice and big but it's got a metal roof all right it's like an easy bake oven in here okay it's a it's an oven in here your mics are potted up welcome to the show it's hot. Gregor, it's hot. Where? Uh, how, how's the temperature where you are out there on the West Coast? It's uh, it's probably going to be kind of warm for you too, huh? 110. 110 degrees out West. Goodness gracious. Um, but I'm getting a fantastic tan. 
I would imagine so. I would imagine so. My my wife makes fun of me because I get tan lines where I wear sandals on just and and you know I've told you guys before I'm Asian so I have the skin complexion that allows me to kind of soak up the sun and tan super easy. My wife is a Southern Belle. She's she's super super soft skin, super pale skin. So it takes a lot for her to tan. She's very jealous because I can go outside for an hour. One hour and have tan lines. <laughs> I can't. I can go outside for an hour and have the the worst tan lines. So uh, she's really jealous of that. But yeah, I've got. Um, I've been outside for a little while this morning. I got tan lines on my feet where my sandals. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's hot out here, buddy. A hundred and ten where you are, huh? Goodness gracious. Do you have a good fourth? Dude, it was. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It's kind of weird this year, huh? A little bit. Was it? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I thought it was Seemed all right. Like it. Was it weird? Real fireworks. Yeah, I mean, like the social distancing side. Uh, see, but again, I I live in the country, okay? So when we go to fireworks, we watch them from our car anyway. It's always been like a drive-in fireworks show, okay? Like we don't go to big groups of people or big crowds. Like, you know, you can see. Okay, so for example, I'm driving home from work um, Friday night. I'm driving home from work Friday night. And my wife calls and says, hey, we're watching fireworks from our porch. And you guys know I live up on top of a mountain. So they were able to watch from my front porch, Gregor. They were able to watch three different towns worth of fireworks. I kid you not. They could see three different towns worth of fireworks. Uh, Obviously in the distance, okay? They didn't see anything, you know, right up close or anything. But in the distance, if you scan the skyline, they could see three different towns worth of fireworks then saturday night yesterday that's actually pretty cool yeah it is cool we saw three different towns worth okay so then saturday night well they did i was i was driving home from work now saturday uh we decided to go to to an actual set of fireworks in one town and um it was uh it was uh really cool it was it's for a town but they've got a really tall mountain as well where they set it off from and so I've got some pictures that I can share with you in a little bit if you guys want. But, yeah, ours no, ours were fine. Um, I don't think they did ours any differently than they normally would have. But, again, we are in the country. We're in an area, for example, and uh, I was actually sharing this information with my mom because my mom is supposed to come up and visit here very soon. But, you know, my mom's a little older, and she's taking COVID-19 very, very seriously, and especially with the resurgence here a little bit lately, Gregor. She's, you know, a little bit nervous to travel. So I was looking up, and I said, you know, Mom, really, we're in the country. We're never around anybody. You know, I'm around people at work, but I take precautions at work. You can still come down here. You can still come and visit. Uh, And I looked up, in our county, in our county, we have only had seven cases seven cases since the whole thing began like so when was that guys back in january february when they started tracking all this stuff march they started tracking. we've we've had seven cases and no fatalities as a matter of fact those seven cases were not even hospitalized with serious symptoms like those there were zero hospitalizations as a result of the testing there were just seven positive tests so i told her i said you know i don't know i don't know that you could be any safer you know up here where where you live I, i would be surprised if you had a number higher than 10 uh, we don't. We don't. It's yeah, just, I, just that's seven. kind of where you run out of fingers, right? 
<laughs> we, we can count on our teeth too. Okay, yeah, we, we we can count on our teeth, but unfortunately for most You'd people, run I'm, short there. Too. I was going to say it only adds three or four more to the count for most people. So, <laughs> so there you go. But that was uh, that's what we got going on over here in the country. So no, our fireworks were good. I hope you had a wonderful fourth wherever you may be. Uh, if you're in the states, uh, I know a couple of days ago was uh, Canada Day. Happy Canada Day to our northern neighbors. Um, and uh, I would suppose that our international uh, players, our international neighbors, did not have the fireworks because, you know, that's an American holiday. That's uh, that's nothing that you guys would probably give two craps about over there. So, yeah, there you, you go. We're sure, um, celebrating the alien invasion or getting rid of the alien. Oh, get it, get it, yeah, you, you, that would have been funnier if you'd gotten it out right the first time. That, that did, was. Uh, did you guys did you guys notice that all the streaming platforms were charging for Independence Day, even though they had them on there for free previously? I didn't notice because we didn't watch it, but now I know you told me that you were watching it. But, you know, can you expect otherwise? Did you really expect otherwise? Because, I mean, those things come back. They're cyclical. Yeah, so all the streaming platforms uh, came up and and started charging for the 15-year-old movie by Will Smith. Great movie, by the way. Was anybody in the international uh, audience that got the 4th of July packs confused by what is the 4th of July? <laughs> what is the 4th Why is it in the store? <laughs> Britt says, happy treason day. Yeah, that's probably that's probably about right. That's how the international players are looking at it anyway. Uh, at least those in, just in like the European Just like when we server. got the, uh, what was it, the Golden well, just New the ones from packs the UK or whatever. Are. We got the Chinese New Year packs or something, or it was like called something else though, right? It was like golden something. I don't, I don't even remember, but yeah, I remember that, that pack being... You know, hey, I, I'm, I'll always take some kind of a special pack. Although uh, we can talk about it coming up here in a minute, Gregor. This pack didn't uh, didn't exactly ruffle my feathers in a positive way. I I, I looked at it. I, I looked at it mathematically, and and I mean, it's not a terrible pack, but there's certainly better packs out there for it to be a special holiday pack. It was surprisingly, um, I don't want to say <coughs> underwhelming. It just it wasn't. You know, they repackaged some things. They combined a few things in different packs, and and but it wasn't any kind of like super. Uh, fantastic pack or anything like that. So, yeah, I don't know. The only bonus, the only bonus that I saw to it, I mean, was obviously had badges which people wanted, but mm-hmm. but the active nanoprobes actually showed up in a pack, and they haven't been in a pack for a long, long, long. Time. <laughs> yeah, the problem was it it it's a limit one pack. So, I mean, limit really one. truthfully, yes. limit one, uh, and and we'll talk. Well, we'll go ahead and finish this up because this really isn't what I wanted to talk much about today. But the the Fourth of July pack had um, for a max divar uh, vid, vidar, sorry, for a max vidar. It had what, G, 13,000 active nanoprobes in it, I believe. I think that's what it was. 13,000, guys. Uh, now, for those of you who are refining active nanoprobes, good. I think you should be. I know I actually talked to one or two, uh, including a VIP, who said, I don't really mess with it. It seems really mundane, and I don't refine them. Guys, I think, that's a, I think that's a mistake. I think that's, that's a mistake. You can't you can't promote any of your Borg officers. I, I think be. you need to be working on that. Okay, so so I, for those who have a maxed Vidar probes are not a dead set of space for you. Okay, you got to work on it uh, because here's here's what I did. Okay, and gosh, I want to get to the news, uh, but it, we'll we'll talk about this. Uh, you know what? Let's do the news. We'll talk about this more coming up here in just a minute. Let's get into the news very quickly so we Stupid can. Stupid uh, no. Yeah, we, we've got to. <laughs> Yes, Shade. I've got news. News! News! We're going to get through the news because we've, we've already dove into to content. 
<laughs> Blokeman says, Daggone it, I joined too soon. Yeah, I know. We've been on the air for 15 minutes and haven't gotten to it yet because we, we just started chit-chatting. Here, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a whole lot of news today because I, I do have a limited amount of time. I wanted to get through it, so we'll just give you a couple of stories and then we'll roll on. A wild brawl broke out in an Arkansas steakhouse after a woman in a mask confronted a table of people who were not wearing masks and then continued to lecture them about social distancing. This, uh, it's, uh, it's the storyline for a new movie called The Karate Karen. Uh, yeah, no, witnesses say 10 people were involved in a physical confrontation. People fighting and throwing fists. And then the restaurant let them stay to finish, uh, to finish dinner. I'm not kidding you. They were allowed to stay. <laughs> they were allowed to stay and they finished their dinner. They ordered a steak black and blue. <laughs> New York City Council. Oh, guys, what terrible news. I, I, this is not really funny, okay? I, just, I was kind of surprised by it. I did write a joke for it, but in, in one of the country's first major efforts, quote-unquote, behind the, uh, behind the uh, what is it, this movement, who's clicking? It's got to be Gregor. Gregor, are you clicking? You're, on, you're the only one on voice nope. activity. Nope. Somebody's nope. clicking very either. loudly. It's not me. Who else? It's Fartasia. Fartasia, quick clicking. <laughs> New York City Council. Uh, the New York City Council passed a budget that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to cut the NYPD's funding by $1 billion. This is happening. This is starting to, to actually happen. A billion dollars. They're going to uh, cut the funding of the New York City Police Department. So if you're calling 911, be sure to leave a message after the tone and someone will get back to you as soon as they are available. Brazil is in the news. Brazil's Senate has passed a bill that's going to make it illegal to broadcast fake news, ladies and gentlemen. This not only affects the networks, but it could also uh, be the end of online dating, perhaps. Okay? Yeah. Brazil making it illegal. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah, here. We're going to have to do it, Farty. Sorry, buddy. It is. I think it is him. He's lit up. Uh, Minor League Baseball, folks, has canceled its entire 2020 season. Minor League Baseball has canceled their entire season. So now, unfortunately, and sad face to you Mets fans, you don't have anything to watch. Nothing to watch for the Mets fans. Although, (laughs) although, if you, (laughs) this is probably really, really bad, but I'm going with it. If you do want to see the Miners, you can always go hang out with Prince Andrew. (laughs) <laughs> That's a joke for the European oh. guys. <laughs> That's because he likes little girls. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, let's see. Florida has seen a rise in new coronavirus infections. But ladies and gentlemen, fret no more. Lap dances in Miami strip clubs are allowed to jiggle on. On uh, this past week, Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez posted changes to the emergency order that allowed strip clubs and other entertainment spots to reopen as long as the county approved their coronavirus operating plans. The apparent changes included language that required dancers and customers to maintain 10 feet in distance during performances. Okay, leading many to think that lap dances were now banned in the Sunshine State hardest hit county. All right, it turns out the 10 foot rule was part of the original order, and apparently lap dances have been allowed because Miami, known to be a haven for strip clubs, does not consider the intimate topless sessions to be a performance. Okay, not a performance. 
No joke. I, I don't know. That's real. I have no joke. What do they describe them as though? The whole story is ridiculous. No jokes needed here. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not considering them a performance. So therefore, they're allowed to go on. Yeah, the Yardvark's got it. It's an essential service. How are they, how are they supposed to uh, log that time on their resumes? Well, I mean, not as performing artists. They're not performers. No, technically, not performers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Don't know. Dancer. There you go. Thank Mac. Mac knows. He's like, I managed four of them. That's a performance. Uh, two Ryan airline pilots are in hot water after video surfaced of them using a rubber chicken to operate the controls in the cockpit of an airplane. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's true. I don't really see the big deal. Every other airline serves rubber chicken. So what are they just using rubber chicken to fly the plane? Uh, needless to say... <laughs> Authorities suspect foul play. <laughs> a, <laughs> a sewage outbreak flooded the beaches of Acapulco with stinky black water this past week. The resorts only opened up a week ago, and so far, business <laughs> has been crappy. <laughs> um, I'm no travel expert. No, <laughs> I, know, I know it's so bad. I'm no travel expert, but uh, Gregor, if I were you, I would never book a trip to an all-impoosive resort. Impoo? You get it? Poo? It's poo-poo. <laughs> oh, Just accordingly. Yes. Uh, finally, guys. Finally in the news. I'm actually not sure. Somebody help me out. Uh, is there a reason that people are hating on Amazon this week? Did they do something wrong, Gregor? Did, did Amazon... They always do something wrong. Did they do something wrong? Because apparently a group of protesters have set up... This is not... I'm not kidding. This is real news. A group of protesters have set up a guillotine in front of Amazon owner Jeff Bezos' Washington, D.C. home. A he guillotine. Broke a new, he broke a new uh, wealth record. Oh, did he really? Well, yeah. they've put a guillotine set up like a old-fashioned guillotine in his front yard. You know the protesters. Always trying to get ahead. <laughs> I'll show myself out. You can own those? Uh, apparently, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe you could build one or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, there you go. <laughs> trying to get ahead. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs, and uh, happy 4th of July weekend to you. Uh, for those of you who celebrate and for those who are not, well, hey, happy Sunday to you, okay? Let's get into this. Uh, Gregor, we were talking very briefly, okay, just super-duper briefly uh, about the 4th of July pack, and then we're going to get into something else here in just a minute. Uh, 4th of July pack had um, 13 or 14,000 active nanoprobes. Now, here was the biggest uh, consensus that I've got. The pack was underwhelming. I mean, not for a special holiday, okay? It's just as fine as any other normal, typical pack, okay? But nothing um, nothing that was knock your socks off, all right? Now, it looked exciting at first because we had Jayla shards in there, okay? And when I say Jayla, I mean 5 of 10, Borgified Jayla, 5 of 10 of the assimilated uh, group, okay, or the Borg, uh, Unimatrix uh, 1, what? Unimatrix 0? I don't remember. Anyway, Unimatrix something. Um, nah, can't remember. Anyway, the the it makes me cry. <laughs> that's clever. Five of ten had shards in there, as did seven of ten, and one of ten. Okay, now or eight of ten. Sorry, thank you. Eight of ten. Thank you, Aries. Appreciate that. So this was what's what's interesting. We got a ninety nine dollar pack here, at least in the states. Okay, we got twenty five Jayla shards, twenty uh, Decius shards, and all these are borgified, obviously. Okay, and then a Zebur. We got 20 uh, shards of her, 8 of 10. 
Uh, we also got uh, inside that pack. Uh, this was nice. Two officer badges, okay, uh, of each type. So six total officer badges. That was a win, okay. Although that's not exclusive. You can buy that for $100 elsewhere, okay. Uh, and we also got 4,800 independent credits. Again, you can buy that elsewhere. So it, it, not anything too crazy. I, I guess what I would say here is that this was essentially minus the latinum okay the latinum was severely lacking compared to some of the other packs but um this was the independent recruit pack plus a couple of borg shards okay and that's why i think people were not super duper excited about it now inside this pack you got thirteen thousand active nanoprobes now let's talk about the active nanoprobes because currently as gregor mentioned they are not available in any single pack not even in the independent recruit pack not in any kind of board pack the vips have been shouting about this for a while that there is no way to buy active nanoprobes okay the only way to get these nanoprobes is to refine them and refining them through your borg uh refinery using the act or the inert nanoprobes that you grind out of the uh, the borg space from the borg probes now here's what people were telling me people were saying well you know i don't grind the borg probes anymore it just seems really mundane it takes too long and and i understand that point but i feel like there's you're you're missing out on a mechanic okay you're missing out on a mechanic if you're not continuing to do this even after you max your vidar folks there is no reason you should not continue using your two cells per day look aries right there he's not refining them aries i think that's uh i think that you know it may come back to bite you eventually okay max says the refinery is too slow i get it i understand that okay but it's better than nothing mac is it not okay it's better than nothing if you've got a slow way to grind or no way to grind then you might as well start with the slow way okay now here's here's why people were upset the thirteen thousand probes that are in there right now if you have a maxed vidar that saves you 2.7 days of refining that's it a hundred dollars lets you skip three days of refining okay now at mm, oh max refining yeah okay. yeah at a double refine now listen a lot of people argue with the double refine as well if your vidar is maxed folks it is super duper duper du even if it's like tier seven or higher it's really actually not that difficult to do a double refine of the active probes now my recommendation is not to do that if your vidar isn't maxed okay so let me give you a step-by-step -step real quick on on the vidar we've been through four months of borg arc everyone for the most part has a vidar now who's been in the game for the last four or five months let me tell you real quick and then i'll open the floor uh for gregor or mac or somebody else to to bring up a counterpoint if they wish okay every day every day you should be maxing your your haul okay even if it takes a little bit a little bit of time you should be maxing your haul of inert nanoprobes you should be doing whatever it takes to fill that hold as much as possible okay um right now for example okay at and at let's say for example uh, I, i'm going to use the tier nine example okay i don't i don't necessarily want to do that but I, I will at a tier nine for example it takes um <sighs> gregor have you used your borg refinery today i probably i wasn't actually prepared to talk about the vidar i was going to talk about transporter patterns but uh i've used my my active but not my charged Okay, good. Show me your charged real quick, because yours is going to be the same as mine. It's a hundred thousand for a hundred thousand uh, inert nanoprobes for fifteen thousand charged nanoprobes. I know that conversion. Okay. Yeah. Now I think that the double one 
Uh, I can't remember it's what. hundred and I think it's one hundred fifty-five thousand for forty-eight hundred. That's for active probes, yes, but uh, not on the yep. chart. So here's here's what I'm doing, guys, and then I'm going to reverse engineer this for you. My Vidar is now maxed, meaning I don't need a ton of charged probes. All right, why would I do charged probes at all? I'm doing charged probes because we're going to use those here in a minute to work on our transporter patterns and our faction credits, okay? So I do, I do a single refine. Thank you, Gregor. I do a single refine every single day of charged nanoprobes. That's 100,000 inerts. By the way, I can do more than that on one run of my Vidar, okay? Um, depending on what I want to hit and what I have in the bank, okay? So 100,000 inner probes i'm doing to get fifteen thousand charge probes and then i'm going over and i'm doing a double refine on the active so that i can work on my officers that gets me 4800 active probes you got it aries you got it what i am working on the reason i'm still refining charged probes is so that i can work on uh, on my faction credits okay i can go up to that refinery or that exchange, uh, if you will, in the Borg event store. And I can still use charged probes to pull independent credits and faction credits of my choice. Okay? So what I'm doing is I'm pulling 15,000 charged a day, and I'm spending 16, which means one out of eight days, I got to take a day off from one of the two sets of credits that I'm buying. All right, right now, I am buying Romulan credits, just like Aries, it looks like, and I'm buying independent credits. Okay, I'm buying both of those every single day. It costs me 16,000 charge probes, and that means one out of eight days, I can only buy the independent credits. I'll take one out of eight days off on Romulan, but the other seven out of eight, I'm buying Romulan as well. Okay, Aries says, I'm buying Fed and Rom. Okay, you can do that. You can literally afford two of them seven out of eight days. Okay, now Venkman says board probes have different firing patterns at different levels. That's partly true and partly untrue. Okay, the um, <laughs> Coulter says don't have transport patterns, never will. Fake news, fake news. And I'm going to tell you, all right, this is this is a convoluted path, Coulter. Okay, it's complicated to get there, but you totally can. And if you haven't done this, if you haven't been doing this, then it. Um, it's going to take you a minute to catch up, but you can totally do it. Guys, I'm here to lay out some long-term gameplay for you today. Okay? So long-term gameplay with the Vidar means use both cells every single day. Okay? Try to accumulate enough to do double refines on your charged probes so that you can max your Vidar as quickly as possible. After you're maxing your Vidar, then go back, do the singles, and then start doing doubles on your officers. While I was working on maxing my Vidar, by the way, I wasn't doing anything with the officers. And Gregor might say that was a mistake, but I didn't. Okay, I didn't do any active probes while I was working on the Vidar. By the way, my Vidar is now maxed and I didn't spend a dime on it. It is tier 9, level 45, and I did everything with all the charge probes by doing double batches as often as possible. Okay? Aries says 789, killing 29s, 290,000 in a run. Whew, buddy, I bet you that takes you an hour. Aries, correct me if I'm wrong. Does that not take you a full hour? It would have to take you a tremendous amount of time. Three, three hours? Oh, three hours. Aries, not everybody has the time to do that. Not everybody has the time to do that, okay? Plus, if you were on server 15, I'd have done popped you by now. <laughs> JB says, Yarnal server 15, people don't last, okay? That's true. 
All right. And and FYI, I stole a lot of the inner nanoprobes that went to Max Mavadar, just like I did for Swarm and my and my uh, Franklin. Okay. I steal the cargo to let me progress faster. Okay. Now here's here's what I I'm doing, guys. Okay. Uh, for those of you who have five, five is a good officer to help because she's getting you a bigger drop rate, okay? If you have five, I'm using seven, five, and nine. Uh, a lot of people are using seven, eight, nine, okay? Um, however you can do, the Vidar is not a dead ship. Borg space is not dead. You guys need to continue to work on this. Get your Vidar up there. By the way, my Vidar is now maxed. I'm only a level 35, okay? And when I say only, I know that's, that sounds higher, but there are level 40s and 41s still doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm an Ops 35, and if I need a full cargo hold, which is 290,000, if I need it, I'm going to hit them in 31s because I can do that now. Okay, The level, uh, the max Vidar, I can still with 5 of 10. Obviously, I'm, she's getting me my, my bonus there. But I can fill 290,000 on 31s, and it still takes a good 30 to 45 minutes. Okay, if I go up to 32s, I don't like how those hit. All right, Aries, you said that there were different firing patterns. I don't like how those hit. If I'm going to go a little bit shorter, I'll go to the 33s where I can draw about 100,000 in one run. But I can also do that in about six minutes. Six minutes, guys. Six minutes, I can draw 100,000, maybe seven minutes. I can draw 100,000 real, real quick hitting the 33s with seven, five, and nine. Okay, that's with a max Vidar. You can get there. It'll save you a ton of time. Now, I'm not saying go hit 29s for three hours. Okay, that's, that's tough. But you can graduate. Okay, you can graduate up. All right, Aries is actually doing something a little different than me. He's doing five, seven, and nine. That's interesting. You're going for the defensive round. I was going for the offensive. I'm putting seven in the captain's chair. Okay, so because I want those extra hits in the first round. Okay, so I, I think that there's a couple of ways you can do it. The, the point is the Vidar ain't dead. The charged probes aren't dead, all right, because the charged probes are going to lead into what I wanted to talk about today. And the active probes, those are super important, guys. They may not be for you today at this moment, but they are so slow to accumulate, you really kind of got to get started on it, okay? I'm doing, now that my Vidar is done, okay, now I'm still making my two runs every single day, I am running double refines on the active probes so that I will be ready to promote my Borg officers when something crazy comes out, like a 6 of 10 full pull for 36,000 uh, <laughs> 36, charged uh, or uh, transporter patterns. Okay? When something crazy like that comes out, I'm ready to promote 6 of 10. Okay? The Vidar... You know, we used to say, Gregor, that the Franklin was one of the most underrated ships in the game. We used to say that it was so crucial in so many different levels and so many different areas of the game that that was the Franklin. It, the Vidar is right there with it now. The Vidar is so important to multiple facets of the game that I think you cannot uh, afford to skip it. I think it needs to be a, a project. I don't know why you would skip it. It's free. It's free. Well, I don't even mean skip it, but I mean, why would you give up on it? If it's a tier five, why don't you? Why aren't you working on maxing? Oh yeah, it's it's a good interceptor if you're in the you know early thirties even. But yeah, more than that, I mean, obviously it's going to come back, right? They're not done with Borg. I, I I would be surprised if they're done with Borg. They're not. They're not done with Borg. I mean, Keenzer said it himself, and I know you've been busy, Gregor. You've probably missed one or two things that we've talked about. Keenzer said it himself to the community in a, in a latest podcast. He said, listen, the Borg's coming back. 
Guys, the Borg is coming back. Look there, big country, 182,000 in 10 minutes. Okay, in 10 minutes. And look, he's trying something different. He's going up and hitting 33s. Now, I'll remind you, big country is a level 44. Okay, so his research and stuff is going to be a little bit different. But looky there, 180,000 against the 33s for those of you with Max Vidars. Okay, using five. Uh, and then Chen Antalon. Yeah, that's interesting. I may have to try that out. I may have to try that out. I might do better because I'm right now I'm drawing between 90 and 100,000 against the 33s. But now you've also got nine levels of research on me. I'm <laughs> big. So I'm going to try that out and see if it actually works better for me. Okay. Aries says, I'm going to try it. That's interesting. Okay. JB says, watch out, buddy. Your OPCL coming for you. <laughs> okay. So again, guys, didn't mean to spend a lot of time on this, but the Vidar, absolutely. You need to be working on that. I, I promise, okay, not only is the board content not done, but the Vidar is so important in providing you currency in other areas of the game. So let's talk about it. Over the last 10 days, there's been a lot of hubbub about Khan. Gregor, you missed the last show. I don't know if you had a chance to go back and listen to it, but Khan was a huge piece of the conversation this past week um, and the ability to obtain him. Now that we have discovered, of course, we um, the, the, the community was, um, I don't want to say victorious, but we we got Scopely to hear that we didn't want to change anything regarding Swarm Sunday. And so we have been able to retain Swarm Sunday for now. Guys, I say, hear me, for now. Okay? I'm not saying that they'll ever bring it up again, but I'm saying that they definitely could. Okay? The Aries, no, no. Don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. All right? And, and I don't have any idea what their plans are no one has said anything to me about it but guys mechanics change do they not mechanics change all the time sometimes we like it and sometimes we don't the best thing that we can do is get what we need and get out right so i started i told you last week on the show then i realized i'm 690 shards away from con from maxing con by the way 690 shards away from maxing con how do i fast track 690 shards without just doing 13 a week from swarm sunday is there another way well shout out big country big country thank you for your input shout out gregor thank you for your input okay guys for somebody who likes to teach you guys i have missed a smack you in the face mechanic for months all right, so we're going to teach you about it today. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to you transporter patterns. Now, before anybody says, well, that's only for maxed officers, and this is another whale show. Incorrect. How would you like it if I told you, how would you like it if I told you that within 90 days, I could have Gorkon, Chang, Kurla, Azetbor, Koth, Morel, and Wotown completely maxed for you in 90 days players what if i told you that those officers could be 100 percent maxed shards well not gorkon all right maybe maybe all right but max shards and you could be accumulating between one and two thousand transporter patterns per day would anybody be curious about that would anybody know or want to know how to do that jb says no yes Thank you, Shinjo. That's a nice one. That's a nice one. Okay, let's talk about it. Starting at the top. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to you transporter patterns. Transporter patterns are a currency that is handed to you as a reward once you have maxed a rare or an epic officer. 
Okay, you know how like when you max uh, an uncommon or a common, and you get ship X or uh, officer XP. Well, they came back. This is a very old mechanic. They came back about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and said, "Hey, well, probably about a year ago, Gregor, I'd say we're going to offer you." Something additional than Officer XP. We're going to offer you a recycle bin of sorts. We're going to offer you transporter patterns. When you max out, and by the way, you're right. When I say max, I mean when you have accumulated the total number of shards. Not promoted it to max, okay? But when you have accumulated the maximum number of shards it takes to promote that officer, then we are no longer going to flood you. I wish they would do something like this with BPs. We're no longer going to flood you with officer shards that you can no longer use, we're going to let you recycle them. And uh, we're going to do that at a conversion rate of 75 transporter patterns to one rare shard. We're going to do that at a rate of 400 transporter patterns per epic shard. Okay? So, in my case, ladies and gentlemen, now this example is for me. This is going to be custom for every single one of you. Okay, so I encourage you to listen carefully, take the mechanic, and then figure out how to adapt it for your own needs. For me, I'm an Ops 35, I have a Max Vidar, and I'm triple lock rep. Okay, Fed, ROM, Battle Droid, hang on. He says, great, I have no transporter patterns. Battle Droid, listen. I'm going to tell you how to get them. Okay, and not only that, but you're going to max officers on the way. Okay, because right now, if you guys go into your recruit section and you scroll over, you've got about a dozen, maybe 10, 11, 12 officers where you can use transporter patterns to buy shards. Sharvenik's in there. Kirk, Nero, Gorkon, Khan, Pike, Carol. Okay? Kang is in there, I'm pretty sure. And now, 6 of 10. Okay? 6 of 10 is in there as of three days ago. Yeah, uh, Marcus is in there. Thank you for that. Okay, Crass is in there, one of the highest attack officers in the game. Okay, and he's great for underdeck. Zimmon says, I have them and I use them to get Pike. Fantastic. Good job, man. I, a lot of people do use them. Okay, I was prepared to use them for that. I didn't end up having to, but I did. Okay, so guys, here's what we do. Let's, let's take a look at how many, I'm going to start at the beginning here. Okay, let's first talk about faction credits. Let's talk about faction credits. How can you earn faction credits? Okay, I know. What does this have to do with anything, DJ? Yeah, follow me. Faction credits. Way number one. Okay, your dailies. Simple, your dailies. Okay, your dailies. Again, I'm triple lock. Okay, guys. So this is not going to be the same for everybody. But from my hostile daily that requires me to kill 10 hostiles, I get 40. And from the daily, faction daily that requires me to kill uh, 25 hostiles, I get 75. Okay, that structure stays the same for the mining dailies. Okay, the the lower mining daily is forty, the larger mining daily is seventy five. Ladies and gents, that's two hundred and thirty five faction credits for me just by doing my dailies. Okay, two hundred thirty five faction credits for me by doing my dailies. By the way, and, and and I know that you said missions are a way to get faction credits. You can do it that way, absolutely. I'm talking about every single day. Okay, so yes, missions are a good way to do it, but I would encourage you to keep missions until you're working on. Uh, until you're working on uh, reputation, okay? You grind. You're locking, yeah. Yeah, I w when you're working on actually grinding reputation, that's when I would recommend that you actually look at doing the missions. Don't use them here. I'm talking about every single day, 
Okay, every single day, folks, I can get 235 just by doing my dailies. Okay, uh, let's take a look. I get another 100, 200. I get another 200 every single day from my faction reputation event. Okay, 200 from my faction reputation event. Okay, and again, if you're triple lock, you're working on that. Okay, you can do those without doing any damage. So there's 200. Guys, I can use my Borg charged probes. I can go up into the Borg refinery. I can spend 8,000 charged nanoprobes and I can get 300 at my level again, and that's my level of Adar. Okay, it's my level of Adar. Now, Hayden says if you can do the daily rep event. Hayden, I will tell you, I've never missed a single day of that in my entire game career. Okay, it's super duper easy to do the daily rep event. Okay, uh, you don't have to do it in buildings. You don't have to do it in research. You can also do it in building uh, ships. Okay, you can also do it in donating to your alliance. Okay, ship you can repairs. to ship repairs. Okay, all kinds of stuff. If you donate to your alliance, guys, a lot of um, some of you guys on server fifteen know that I have started. Yeah, but you don't have to spend seventy five million, Hayden. Okay, if you were doing it in all steel, it's seventy five million. By the way, Hayden, if yours is seventy five million, I'm assuming you're you're ten million rep. You're locked. Okay, so seventy five million could be seventy five million steel. Okay, but you also get five points per trite. Okay, so at seventy five, uh, or at uh, I did the math wrong. Okay, it's seventy five million divided by twenty five points. Is it twenty five points for it's twenty five points for dill and five points for trite, right? So three million dill lithium, three million dill. Okay, uh, you could spend or divided by five. That's only fifteen million trite. Okay, fifteen million trite. Thank you, Jay Berg. Okay, so now listen. This is not and and it's any combination of of such. Okay. Any combination of such. So ship repairs, okay? Uh, donating to your lines. Get your lines to the next level. There is literally a dozen ways to spend to get your daily reputation event. There's 200. I do that one at the end of the night or right before I, you know. If, if I haven't hit it naturally, if I so, hadn't hit it naturally, then I donate exactly, to my alliance yep. before the event reset. If I have not hit it yep, naturally... Yep. And by the way, at my level, I don't know about some of you guys, but I mean, listen, if you're double, if you're double locked, uh, Hayden, if you're double locked, then I would imagine you're probably at least in your mid to low 30s, okay? One building. <laughs> yeah, Aries, you got it. One building will get you there, almost guaranteed. One building is all it takes. How many of you guys have buildings that cost less than $75 million anymore? Huh, not me. Okay? Yeah, half a building. <laughs> okay? So, uh, yeah, Big Country says one Kelvin repair. Aardvark says one research. Okay? Guys, you can get there. Okay? Hayden says, right, but not enough speed-ups per day. Hayden, how long have you been double lock? Okay? Because I'm drowning in speed-ups. Drowning in speed-ups. Repairs or speed-ups? Wait, what are we... Well, it could be repairs. All right. How many times are you cracking bases, Hayden? If you're not super active in repairing your warships, then maybe go get a little bit more active. Go crack some bases. Go blow up your ships a few times. <laughs> okay? Go, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Kess says, I don't have any buildings at the moment. There's a million things you can do, guys. Don't pick me apart on this, okay? You can spend 75 million points. If you, can't, if you say you can't, I promise I'll look at your account and I'll tell you five different ways you could do it in the next 30 seconds. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not. You know, with all due respect, I can't accept the fact that you can't spend 75 million points. Period. Okay, I, you can do it. 
You can do it. All right. The next one is Borg probes. 8,000 charge nanoprobes gets you 300 faction credits at my level. Okay. And I believe that, that, Gregor, that has to do with the level of your Vidar. So once your Vidar is maxed, you get 300 there. Okay. And the next one that was introduced here about six, eight months ago, ladies and gentlemen, scouts. Okay. Now, this is one that I Squirrel. don't. Yeah. This is one that I don't spend a lot of time on. I, I struggle to sit there and wait on scouts. Okay. I, I don't do it every single day. I should, but uh, I should, but I, I struggle with that. But 180 messages will get you 350 faction credits. Now, for some of you veteran players, <laughs> for some of you veteran players, let's go back to the days of when 235 from your dailies and maybe the 200 from your faction rep event were the only ones you could get in a day. That was 435. Do you remember, guys, how, how slow the grind was to accumulate those so you could buy ship BPs? Stevens Aaron says, yeah, I remember. Okay. Hayden says, oh, yeah. Stevens Aaron says, so slow. Okay. Guys, today, today, all right, and again, this is for me. This adapts per level and per Vidar tier, okay? But I have the opportunity at 1,085 faction credits a day. A day. That doesn't include missions, guys. This is just my Huge. daily routine. 1,085 faction credits a day. Okay, so let's talk about what to do with these faction credits. Okay, what are you going to do with these faction credits? Now, guys, this is where there's a fork in the road. This is where you have to choose because you cannot have it all. This is what's amazing. This is what I love about this game. There's a lot of things that, that drive me batty about this game, but this is one thing that I love. This game is so diverse. This game has so many things that you can do that you literally cannot do everything. Okay, so you have to choose. You have to choose. Okay, so here's what I did first. Okay, uh, by the way, I'm going to go out on, on record and say this is yet another reason why dual faction is so important. I met a player just yesterday who says, well, I'm just going to do a single faction and I'm going to work on them one at a time. Oh my gosh, you don't know how badly you're shooting yourself in the foot, my friend. Okay, dual faction is the only way to go. And, and it's even more important now than it used to be. Okay, it used to be that you could go and do the single faction in a day and you could try to knock it out really, really quick and then you could go out and bang out the second one and so forth and so on. The reason I told you I was always such a fan of doing it two at a time or doing dual faction on the first go is because I was getting double the rewards for my dailies. Okay, so I was getting the 1,085. Of course, I, I haven't always, okay, but I had the potential at 1,085 for both Fed and ROM. Now, Captain Bull says one at a time is fine to get the triple. Listen, if you're already well down that path, there's, you can't fix it at this point, okay? If you're 6 or 7 or 8 million Fed and you're minus 2 million ROM and Klingon, you might as well go ahead and finish it out, okay? But you're giving up something. So for you players, okay, for you players who I met a player, uh, if for those of you on server 15 know, I'm touring around, I'm doing a couple of different alliances, okay? Um, hey, Durr, you... You and your auto farming. He says, laughs while I'm faction auto farming. You know what? Good for you. I give no craps about auto farming. I have no problem doing my dailies every single day. None. Zero. Okay? Auto farming is not a thing for me. I don't care. I don't miss it. I mean, I maybe miss it a little bit. I think he means he's using a bot. 
I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> is that what he's saying? If Trump All is right. listening, I think that's what he's saying. Uh-oh, Dar. He's in trouble. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, guys, yeah, there's a con, okay? Auto farming. That's literally your only con. That is the only thing that holds you back is auto farming. And it doesn't even work right half the time, okay? Half the time, someone's going to come steal your hostel. The other half the time, they're just going to stop. Okay? The other time, they're just going to stop. So it doesn't really matter. All right, guys, here's what I want to tell you. Here's what I want to tell you. These faction credits and your dual reputation, the double rewards, the double the faction credits. Here's why this is important. For me, okay, back when I decided to go Fed and ROM, Fed and ROM, okay, at the time, and I do, and listen, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Gregor, are there any ships that you wish you hadn't invested in? Yes, all the G3. <laughs> There are ships I wish I didn't invest in, okay? Uh, the Centurion is one. Now, listen, the Centurion's good. Don't get me wrong. Centurion's great, okay? But compared to the Sally, eh, Sally was, Sally was the one. The Scent is okay, but the Sally was number one. Sally, you're number one in my heart, baby girl. Number one. Mm-mm. One. Okay? But if I was dual factioning in ROM, what could I do with all the ROM faction credits? Save them? Spend them? I don't know. We'll get to it in a second. For those of you who went Klingon, Bordas was a great ship. Okay? Bordas was a great ship, but Sally was still beast. All right, now Fartasia's over here bragging. My scent eats Sally's for breakfast. Oh, that's fine. Pound for pound, level for level, tier for tier, research for research, ops for ops. The Sally is superior to the scent. I don't care what you say. Officers being equal, okay? You make everything equal, and you put the Sally against the scent, the Sally wins against the triangle okay everything equal the sally is better the sally is the best of the 28 ships okay next level 32 i have a gladius and a burrell i do love my burrell i do the gladius i don't use nearly as much anymore i wish i had probably saved that crystal for my faction miners all right but the gladius was the rom ship and by the way that i paid for with faction credits and i kind of wish i hadn't all right, the Burrell was a Klingon ship, and I'm glad that I got that one. I do like it very much. So now I have a Centurion, guys. Now listen, I have a Centurion that I paid for with credits, and I have a Gladius that I paid for with credits. Anybody know where I'm going with this? That's a lot of credits for ships I don't use anymore. Yep. It's a lot of credits for ships I don't use anymore. So what could I have done with them instead? I could have gone in and purchased recruit packs. Recruit packs, ladies and gentlemen, take a look in your faction store. Look in your faction store and look in, for example, right now I'm doing mine with Klingon. Klingon recruit number four, okay? I can buy 3,000 faction recruit tokens for 300 faction credits. By the way, if I wanted to back up, they get a little bit more expensive as I tear down, but it depends on how fast I want to go. I can buy 500 in the Klingon Recruit 3 pack. I can buy 500 for 60 faction credits, and I can do that three times, so there's another 180. And I do that every single day. All right, so I'm buying 4,500 faction recruit tokens for Klingon for 480 faction credits. Now, somebody is going to say, well, that's crazy. Why are you spending 480 credits a day? I'll tell you why. Because I want maxed officers and maxed transporter shards or transporter patterns now why am i doing it with klingon 
guys, here's what I'm going to tell you. This this is one thing you got to keep in mind. We've said this before. The game is written around the Federation. <laughs> it is. Okay? The game is written around the Federation. The best crew in the game is morale. Okay? Burn like I says I need badges. No. You don't need badges to earn transporter patterns, folks. It, friend zone, you're missing the point. He says buying the recruit packs matter if you don't have any badges. Durr says badges. Guys, listen. Stop with the badges. The badges don't, don't matter right now. Badges. Don't need no stinking badges at this moment. Okay? We're not talking about badges. We're not talking about talking the badges. About acquiring officers. We're talking about acquiring officer shards. Why? You say, why if I don't have badges? It doesn't matter because we're not talking about promoting the officers. We're talking about maxing the shards, folks. All right? If you max the shards, then you start earning transporter patterns. Okay? The transporter patterns are your best friend, ladies and gents. All right? For, for, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Okay? Get. Thank you, Hugo. Thank you so very much. Guys, take a look at this here real quick. Take a look at this real quick. Look how many transporter patterns Hugo is accumulating. And this, by the way, is out of the augment chest. Clearly, he's got all of his augments except for Khan maxed out. Okay? He's earning transporter patterns on, the, on, this, on the, every single day. Now, Emperor says one. The thing is, the more officer shards you have, that you could not have one more shard. Uh, you start getting... Yeah, that's the point. Once you max them out, you start getting transporter patterns. Guys, I'm not talking about promoting them. I'm not talking about promoting them. I'm talking about maxing the number of shards that you've collected so that you can start accumulating transporter patterns. Holy crikey, Wicked Witch. You had she to have... Had, you got, got a full pull. pull. You got a full pull there. Probably of, a, of an epic officer. Holy crikey, look at that. Okay? The more uh, officers that you get maxed, the more transporter patterns you're going to accumulate, folks. Okay? Take a look there at JB's. Okay? JB opened five chests. That looks like it was probably... Is that five? That's five ultra recruit tokens right there. He got eight shards and every single other. Five chests, by the way, is 50 shards, folks. 50 shards. He got eight epics and the rest of them, 10,600 transporter patterns. Okay? Now, Goofy Names Rock says, I just did this one. Okay? Just did this one. I got 1,500 transporter patterns and some officer XP out of the Federation recruit pack. Now, here's the only reason that I don't want to do it with the Federation recruit pack, Goofy Names Rock. Okay? There's one More reason. Greens, less points. Well, there's, eh, it's actually about the same as the other uh, recruit packs for Federation Klingon and Romulan. Okay? Uh, three, uh, three blues, one epic, and three uncommons. But, but, the Federation, this is why I go back to what I was saying. The game is built around the Federation. Your Federation officers are the best. Morale is the best. I personally would not be wasting the, the faction credits on the recruit tokens for the Federation simply because I want more Federation faction credits for things like Federation ships and or Federation crew, okay, when I do Spock finally get a badge. Bones. Okay, there's more of them to promote. There's more of them, okay? Blokeman says the only issue is you get the transporter patterns to convert to epics, but then you need badges to tier the epics. You guys... Yes, I acknowledge that you need badges, okay? I get that, all right? But that's, you're missing the point. The point is, today's, today's lesson is on how to fast track your con, okay? 
Today's lesson is how do I get conned faster than 53 weeks? Okay, that's, that was what spawned this conversation. How do I get conned faster than 53 weeks? Okay, this is a long-term game plan. I don't care about badges right now. I am not worried about badges right now. I don't need the badges to get the patterns, okay? And the reason that I'm talking about patterns, guys, is not for Kirk or Nero or Gorkon, okay? The reason that I want patterns is for two, th- two reasons. One... I want to eventually be able to get con. P.S. Three days ago, for those of you who have adopted this mentality on patterns, on transporter patterns, you were rewarded. Three days ago, folks, you were rewarded with 115 shards of 6 of 10 in exchange for 36,000 transporter patterns. Okay? Now, guys, if you want to tell me you don't care about transporter patterns, then fine. I, I mean, that's fine. You're the one that's shorting yourself. If you don't want to worry about transporter patterns, then so be it. But you don't have a 6 of 10 right now, do you? Okay. Right? If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Don't. But then you have no reason to complain when you don't have the transporter patterns and Scopely launches a 70% off sale. Okay. It's also good to have them in reserve for when those events come up. Uh, you got it. Recruit events. You got it. Uh, we were talking about this in the after party show last week. We said, uh, somebody was saying that they have been spending the transporter patterns every single time that they get enough to buy one shard. I don't like that idea either. No. I don't like that idea either. Okay. No. That would have been me. Yeah. Was it you? Okay. Yeah. It was, you were saying, listen, as soon as I get 1,000 shards, I buy, uh, I buy one. Okay. The reason I don't like that, guys, the reason that I... So... <laughs> I had a hundred, I don't remember what I said I had, 180-some thousand transporter patterns, okay, um, because I've been saving. Now, you guys know I am going to use them on con. When I have enough transporter patterns to finish con, like as in that day, when I can say, okay, I mashed this button 15 times and now I have a max con, okay, that's when I'll actually start spending my transporter patterns on con, not a day before. Okay, because then something like this comes up this past Wednesday with a guaranteed six of ten unlock for thirty six thousand. Well, I had that. Okay, I had that because I've been banking. Now I could have looked at it and said, "Well, do I want to spend thirty six thousand? That's thirty six con shards that I'm giving up right now. Thirty six con shards, or a full unlock of six of ten. Yikes." Okay, that was too good of a deal to pass up. Too good of a deal to pass up. I spent 36000 on 6 of 10. Now, Anhani says, I've never earned a pattern. Anhani, then we have work to do with your officers. Plain and simple. We have work to do with your officers. So here's what I would recommend, guys. We've all been talking about, I know one of the most exciting things in this game is getting ships. One of the most exciting things in this game is getting ships. For those of you who are a step or two behind me or three or four steps behind Gregor and Big Country and Wicked Witch, I am going to give you the most mind-blowing advice you've ever heard in this game, and you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. Start being a little bit choosier with your ships. Okay? I kid you not. You don't need two and three ships at every single level. Guys, if I could go back and do it all over again, I would buy a Sally... I might buy a Burrell, but I may even skip the 32 and go straight to the Enterprise, and that's it. 
I wouldn't have done a Bordas. I would not have done a Centurion. I would not have done a Gladius. All of those faction credits I have wasted on ships I am no longer using. DJ is correct. Thank you, No One Shell. Guys, this is the this is the most mind-blowing advice anyone could give you in this game. And you may not like it. You, you may say, I want all the ships. I'm a skin collector. Yada, yada, yada. That's fine. That's fine. But doing so will set you back. Okay? S- spending those credits on those ships that you are not going to use is going to set you back. Those are credits that you could have been working on your officers with. And if your officers were maxed at this point, Nenhani... Okay. If your officers were maxed at this point, then you would have hundreds of thousands of transporter patterns. Then, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the transporter patterns can be used to buy the officers you want. It's no longer random in the ultra recruit chest. It's no longer random because you can go in and buy what you want. Okay? It also pays off at an event level where we've had like acquire augment officer shards. You can dump those into con and do better in events. Yeah, guys, think about the augment officer event. All right. How do you think Gregor played that event? Do you think he went and bought a bunch of augment tokens or augment credits and opened a bunch of chests? No, he sure didn't. He spent transporter patterns on con. Okay. He spent transporter patterns on Khan, who's an Augment Officer, who's an Epic, so it was getting him the max number of points. By the way, he would spend 1,000, and because his Khan was already maxed, he was getting 400 transporter patterns back. Okay? He was still getting credit for earning the, the shard, because he did, but because he had the max number of shards already, then he got 400 patterns back. Okay, guys? You hear what I'm saying? Transporter patterns are the way for you to pick your crew. Big Country has it right. The main ship you use will come and go, but you will always use your officers. Okay? These officers are with you forever. They follow you, whether it's a G4 ship or a G2 ship. Okay? So, let's go back. The recruit tokens. Use those. For example, today, guys, and I didn't take a screenshot, but I I know several of you did and threw it up. I spent 4,500 faction recruits. Here's what I got today. Here's what I got today. I got 1,750 transporter patterns and six epic shards of Gorkon out of the nine chests that I opened, all right, because I spent 4,500. That's nine chests. I got six Gorkon shards, which, by the way, is awesome, okay, and 1,700 transporter patterns, also about 40,000 officer XP. Okay, Now, if I did that today, and I do that every single day, folks, I've been tracking this for about a week. Okay, I've been tracking it for about a week. I have averaged 1,400 transporter patterns per day. Folks, there's an extra seven per week. I'm getting 13 a week from Swarm Sunday. By the way, I'm talking about Con. I just took my 53-week grind and reduced it to 34 weeks. Boom, just like that. Just like that. Instantaneously, folks. One con shard a day. And by the way, you can get more than 1,000 transporter patterns in a day. Okay, I'm getting 1,400, which means in three days, I will actually have four shards. All right, so actually, if you think about it, yeah, in seven days, I'm getting eight to nine shards. It's probably shorter than 34 weeks. 
All right. Now, I know some people in here are trolling about their crews. You ignore people like YouTube star Rev Deuce, who's telling you he's using Keenzer on his primary PvP ship. Silly goose. <laughs> okay. But you can clear a lot of transporter charge today as long as you're doing it correctly. Absolutely. As long as you have a few max officers. Guys, so this... I can do about 46... 4,600 a day? 46K. 46K? 46,000 a day? Yep. Mm-hmm. In two days. Two days. Two days. Yeah, well. Goodness gracious. Okay. All your officers are maxed then. I mean, have to be. All right. But guys, here's the thing. Not all of us are going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm pulling about 1,400 a day. But that's good. Okay. How do you get... Hudson says I'm pulling 5 to 10 a day. We just saw JB's screenshot. He got about 10.6 thousand today. Wicked Witch got 40,000, but she got a full pull. Okay, guys, all I'm here to tell you is it's not hard to get to this point. Okay, start, pick a faction. Okay, so if I'm giving you a to-do list, here's my to-do list. Give up the dreams of owning a Sally Ascent and a Bordas. Okay, however, you still want that triple, that triple faction. Okay, get your du dual faction, get it double locked, you go back and grind up the third. Why? Because that gives you the most faction credits per day. That gives you the most faction credits per day for you to earn and be able to spend. Now, I do not recommend that you spend the Federation ones just because you got so many more officers and morale is the best and you want to work on that, okay? But you can. I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying that would, I think, Rom or Klingon would be a little bit better. Pick one. Go to town, guys. Pick one, Rom or Klingon, and start spending every faction credit that you earn every single day on recruits. Get your transporter patterns by your officers. <laughs> okay? All right? Don't forget to hunt your scouts. Don't forget to go hunt your Borg probes. Okay? Go do all of those things, and you can earn 1,085 faction credits a day. A day. Spend all those on your officers, and not only are your officers going to be maxed immediately. Guys, I'm here to tell you. You do that with the Klingon Recruit 4-pack, all right? You buy 4,500 packs a day, which you can only do if you're 10 million. I understand that. So you might have to do Klingon Recruit 3 and, and down. That's fine, okay? Um, can I interject? Yeah, please. You get 7,500 per day at, uh, at lock. So you would buy your 3,001, and then you would buy the rest up, and that will net you 7,500. You could do that, but they start getting more expensive. The Klingon two pack. That's what I'm doing. Though. The Klingon two pack is eighty, and the Klingon one pack is, I think, uh, what, hundred and twenty. So they get a little bit more expensive. That's why I'm only doing Klingon recruit three. Actually, and four. the tiers go the other way, DJ. It starts expensive, then comes downwards. That's what I said. That's what I said. Klingon it's eighty, and then it's sixty. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what yeah, I said. One hundred eighty, three of them together. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One hundred and eighty. That's sixty times three. Okay, so the Klingon recruit three and four; those are the only ones that I'm buying. Okay, it's actually interesting. Once you get to ten mil, it starts going up again. No, yeah, does it? You can buy multiple of them, though. Does it really? Yeah. See, at the, can, at the ten million point, you can buy three thousand for three hundred, which is a good deal. No, after after you hit ten mil, there's a few more after that that you can buy multiple ones at like absurd. Well, yeah, but I mean that takes the thirty million point. You got to get to the next, the next lock, right? Or yeah, not the next lock, but the next right, uh, right, milestone. Right. As you as you rip up, as you rip up, the value becomes starts getting inverse, like it was. Like right. the sweet spot is three is a three thousand at ten million. That's the most cost effect. Absolutely. 
So, guys, even more reason that triple lock at $10 million is where you need to strive to be. Okay? That's where yeah, you need I to strive to be. And don't go anywhere higher because you're going to struggle with daily uh, faction events because they're going to start becoming ridiculously high, like 430 million now look look here. No one shell just posted this picture of his Klingon store. Six thousand for nine hundred and forty five credits. That's not even worth and it. Can, and you can buy three of them. Well, yeah, but that's not worth it. Okay, you can buy three thousand for three hundred at ten million. So this is what Gregor was just saying: is that they start getting more expensive. Okay, recruit four is the cheapest. Recruit three is next. Then recruit two, and then you can go all the way up to recruit five once you get the thirty million rep. But most of us aren't there. Okay, um, this is why, guys, dual reputation is so important. Okay, you could be working. Let's say you're doing Fed and Rom, and you decided that you were doing Rom just for the officers and the credits and so forth and so on for the transporter patterns. All right, for a new player listening today who's less than ten thousand rep in all of your uh, all of your reputations, hear me. Dual reputation. Pick one faction for your ships. Okay. And use the second one for your extra speed-ups, your extra faction credits, your extra uh, uh, badges and all this. Okay? I wish I had known this a year ago. Now I'm telling you. And for those of you who have zero transporter patterns, then you have missed the boat. Okay? But now you can get it back. Start spending faction credits on the recruit packs. Max those basic officers. Guys, there's only... three officers there that you have to max the three blues okay the greens don't matter you're not going to max the epic you're but you're going to get all those epic shards which is great okay you're going to build up a huge bank of officer xp and transporter patterns after you get three maxed blues okay dur says what if i grinded my way to a second bordus would you recommend building that if you ground the blueprints for it dur fine I'm saying don't spend faction credits on it. That's what I'm saying. Guys, I want to take a very quick break. Does anybody have any quick questions about transporter patterns? We can come back and talk about it here in a minute uh, and answer some more questions if, you, if you've got them. But if we're done with the topic, we can move on. But, but what I'm here to tell you is transporter patterns got 10 times more important this week. Why, DJ? Why do you say that? Because... Khan was almost lost this week, folks. Khan was almost lost this week. All right? Now, Scopely says that they're going to leave it alone. Let me tell you my plan. My plan is to get there as fast as possible because I don't know how long it's going to take for Scopely to change their mind again. Okay? Guys, you hear me. And if they don't ever change their mind, that's fine, too. Because Khan will be the first epic that I max, and I'll start getting 400 transporter patterns, so then I can go and max my Kirk, and then I can max my Gorkon and my Nero. Okay? Max says, DJ, do you think, in your opinion, there will be more offers like with 6 of 10? <laughs> Buddy, I'm up in the air with that. I'm going to guess. We hope so. I would love to say yes, but I got no indication. Uh, they never even really told me exactly why they did the 6 of 10 thing. All right, I asked them if it was a compensation or if it was an I'm sorry or if it was just a special, and I don't know, okay? I can't, I can't answer that. But I think there's all the more reason now for you folks to build up a bank of transporter patterns. Don't spend your transporter patterns 
until you have enough to do what you want to do. Okay? Bank them up. Bank them up. All right? Because I'm saving for con is the only reason now I've got a tier, uh, I've got a, a six of ten. I was able to pull a full pull of six of ten only because I was saving for con. Okay? So, there you go. They're trying something new. I hope they do, Durr. He says they better offer more officers like that. I, I hope that they do. This was a, this was a good listen. Not even the thirty-six thousand thing, but just making the Borg officers available with transporter patterns, I think, is a good thing. Gregor, what do you think? We've been looking for ways to get the Borg officers back in the game. I think the transporter patterns is the right way to do it, don't you? It's not a bad method, and especially considering, like, remember, you used to get nothing for having an officer. Not really. Yeah, you got Officer XP. You got XP. Okay. So I think that this is not a bad way to do it, guys. All right? And so hear me when I say this lesson is not for the whales. The whales have been doing this. Trust me. Okay? This is a lesson for all of you who don't have or have very few transporter patterns on how to get them quickly so that you don't miss out on the next promotion. Okay? Or maybe you've been... And then... Then when you get your badges, you can spend them on whatever officer you want to promote because you got all the shards, right? Because you got so. all the shards, okay? Not only that, they may not offer another sale type thing with these exp with these transporter patterns. I don't know if they do or not. But if you get 100 or 150,000 of them, guess what? There's a tier of pike. Or if you don't have pike, there's you finishing off your pike. There's you finishing off the what you need for the next tier of Nero, Okay, uh, I mean, listen, guys, there are good officers available, the core officers, the base epic officers, the ones that everybody uses are available in the transporter patterns section. Okay, Admiral Marcus, a great secondary morale officer. Okay, Carol Marcus, great base defense officer. Okay, Sharvenik good uses there. I think what she's a secondary burning officer, if I'm not mistaken. Right. You're correct. Yeah. Guys. Armor pen mitigation. Yes, the armor. Yeah, that's right. Armor penetration. Okay. Great against, uh, what is that? Great against battleships. So, all I'm here to tell you is transporter patterns are a way for you to now customize the officer's that you're getting it doesn't have to be random anymore i mean it is ultra, ultra recruits will always still be random but now you can start to narrow down your crew the way you want okay now hugo says and hugo love you buddy but i disagree okay he says six of ten needs to be tier three to be useful i 1000 percent disagree all right, I am using <laughs> I am using six of ten, and guys, I, I've had permission to share this before, and I have shared it before. Shout out goes to the Karkin maneuver. Uh, Karkin has discovered an Armada crew that is absolutely second to none, folks, and I've shared this with you three or four times. Okay, five of ten in the captain's chair, six of ten on the side card. All right, and then somebody else, Decius Khan. I'm using an Enterprise, so I'm using Kirk there. Okay. It kind of does need that combo. Like, it loses something if you don't have the full survivability on the Enterprise with the only it's a, one it, that is That is a unique... It's a very specific niche officer. Or you can throw Kirk on the side since you're using Enterprise, so you're well, reading your... 
there you exactly go. what the combo yeah, Coulter is. Coulter just showed Jayla, a screenshot. <laughs> six and... Wait, what was your crew? I want to try it out now. Coulter just threw a screenshot of my Armada crew. He said I was going to hit you. Well, am I floating right now? No, oh, if I am, sorry. Yeah, if I am floating, you go ahead. I was probably running an Armada. Okay? Five of ten in the captain's chair, six of ten on the side card because his officer ability is... Uh, uh, it maximizes mitigation and then allows for a lengthy battle which will increase six of tens uh officer ability which increases your damage over time absolutely and the then, longer you live the more damage you're doing yeah i'm throwing more shots all right so for those of but you without that enterprise that combo kind of loses something because even if you threw six of ten with morale you lose a bit of the um mitigation from jayla so you're just down to shield mitigation. Well, no. Now, listen. The You're not getting mitigation both ways, okay? If you were running a non-enterprise and you run Kirk, Spock, and then 6 of 10, that's fine. But the reason I like to run Jayla is so I can maximize my payout from these armadas, okay? okay. Say, uh, and I do want to note 6 of, five, 10 five of 10 sorry. Because, because his attacks are all based on, his abilities are all based on attack. when he does an attack. The Saladin is a less effective ship for him because it... More attacks is better for six to ten. Of course. So more shots. Okay. I like that idea as well. More shots you're throwing. Which is why he's even better on an Enterprise. Like, he seems like Enterprise Armada crew for me. Like, that's where he belongs. Okay. And that's fine, guys. You don't need five. Okay. What he's saying is you need a ship, all right, where you can survive the longest. So what is that? Morale. Okay, you need a ship that's firing as many shots as possible. In one regard, this is where ascent actually becomes decent because it's firing four shots every single round. Okay, and you need to be able to last. So that's uh, oh, sorry, that's morale. We already said that. Okay, if you don't have five, that's fine. Throw Kirk Spock on a Centurion and throw six of ten on the side card, and you're going to do just fine. You're going to do great. Okay, Corkman says the game is unplayable without the Enterprise. I don't, I don't agree that it's unplayable, but I did tell you 10 minutes ago the game is built around the Federation, okay? At least with the G3 ships. Now, uh, there's, some early, there's some early analytics suggesting that the Enterprise A is not the powerhouse equivalent of the original Enterprise at 34. We'll talk about that in a future episode, but uh, enter, uh, the Federation no longer reigns supreme when it comes to the G4 ships. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. We do have to take a break. Guys, I am going to take a break very quickly. We'll continue the conversation when we return. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Go nowhere. We'll return in a moment. Thank you. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Fib Newton's Little Fruit-Filled Cakes that aren't nearly as good as we say they are. We're fighting in Chicago Down in New Orleans In New York City Lots of memes and music Sweet music Cancel music everywhere There'll be crazy sayings And nerves are praying Fighting in the streets Come on, every guy, tweet a girl, 
podcast and that is vitamin c does anybody remember that song uh i'm i'm totally infatuated now see this is the gold patron's fault i was listening one night we were doing a show with you guys one night and we were playing all kinds of music since then i have been 1000 percent on 90s on nine on my satellite radio like all all about 90s on nine man i've been listening and that song came on I was digging. I'm like, oh, that's good. I've got another 90s song coming up for our second commercial break here in just a minute, which we're going to have to take very quickly. We uh, are actually running out of time. Okay, guys, very quickly. Uh, so you guys have been continuing on a conversation, all right? We're going to talk about the G4 ships more coming up a little bit later. Uh, but what I want to uh, what I want to do, hey, Hugo, if you have a minute, can you come in voice? Because you and I are, are, are differing on our opinions, all right? Now, uh, you were saying, and let me go back and read your quote. Tier 1 on 6 of 10 means that you need a lot of attack to compensate. It only gives you 5% of the total attack uh, towards the extra mitigation. Okay. Obviously, at rank 2, you get 10. At rank 3, you get 20. Obviously, these officers are going to get better as they're promoted. Okay. But I just now, folks, posted two screenshots that Karkin had given us. Oh, sorry. Yeah, your voices are up. There you go. Karkin had given us this uh, here a week or two ago, maybe three weeks ago. Guys, look in the graphics room very quickly, okay? Especially you, Hugo, okay? This, by the way, is with a Tier 1 6 of 10, okay? Tier 1 of 6 and 10, and these two screenshots that Karkin just posted were part of an armada that we ran when I was running 5, 6, and Kirk on my Enterprise, Okay. Now, what he did, he took an early round. That's the top screenshot. This is an early round. I think he said it was like round three or round four. It was uh, your first crit and last crit. Okay. That's what I was looking for for that. There. Okay. There you go. First critical, very last critical. Okay. By the way, the total number of rounds on this armada was 51, Hugo. All right. So it definitely took some time to ramp up. But look at the armada's mitigation early in the round and the mitigation at the end of the armada okay that is a difference we did the math on this hugo this by the way was just with the five percent i only had him at tier one okay we did the math on this one time last week i don't remember what it was let's see 374 uh where's neo he was able to do this in his head 221910 okay uh nope that's not it 221910 oh god 910. I can't type. Okay, divided by 374. It's 95. 
59% for the first and okay. 34 for the last. Well, there you go. You tell me that's not effective, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but it took 50 rounds. Okay. It took 50 rounds. He's an armada officer. He's an armada officer. It, it, they're going to take 30, 40, 50 rounds. Okay. Now, granted, if he's tier two or tier three, he just gets better. Okay, but I'm here to argue that I think six of ten. I think all of you folks who just got six of ten for thirty-six thousand transporter patterns, I think you're happy with that. Okay, I mean, I, I think he works. Now, obviously, Hugo, you promote him, he's going to get better. Okay, but six of ten is pretty daggone good in his own right, just a tier one. Okay, he's yeah, certainly better yes, than the yes, augments. But you need a lot of attack power for like points, attack points. For I agree. I agree. I'm using my enterprise. Of course, I've been working on officers, and I've got about eleven thousand attack points. Okay, that's where that's where I was running at with that crew. It's about eleven thousand. Okay, I think the argument that Hugo's making for you, DJ, is that if you say DC is an exchange, the DPR you're going to have in the fifty rounds is going to be much higher than what you're getting due to the bonus from mitigation from a tier one six to ten. It's really not that good. It's not. It's not good until about tier three. You can use a lot of other loadouts that are going to be much more effective versus your Armada. Unless you're just but wanting to maximize. Well, yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. I'm, there's multiple abilities that I'm capturing here, okay? One, but you're really not, because you're, once again, we've talked about this, with 5 of 10, full synergy and even second synergy, you're really starting to hit the mitigation cap anyway. Exactly. So, so I'm at the mitigation cap. The DPR cap. bonus is more important than 5 of 10 very, very slowly knocking down the mitigation to tier 1. Mm. Okay, so... so Here's what I'm getting with 6 of 10. So you're saying that I would lose. So what I also have here, Rev, is I'm getting a 400% synergy bonus, so I'm getting 600% with Jayla. I'm not saying using double-sided synergy, okay? We have already figured out that single-sided synergy gets her pretty close to max, okay? So I'm maxing my own mitigation by using 600% with Jayla's captain's ability. I'm also getting Jayla's officer ability at getting the extra payout from the armadas. And I'm utilizing, uh, utilizing 6 of 10 to, yes, Omicron, stack and have a cumulative effect on the mitigation of the Armada. So not only am I increasing my own mitigation by 600%, I'm decreasing the Armada's mitigation, say over 50 rounds, by over 30%, and I'm getting my payout from 5 of 10. I mean, there's three different effects that I'm getting here by using those two officers, and that's why I like and it. And the effects are very yes, good, but, but I oh, think it would be... More, much more beneficial when you finally get six of ten to rank three oh, or course. higher. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing you with you. Get much more damage through the defense, uh, so you you uh, you finish the armada much quicker. I I'm so, not well, disagreeing that tier three would be better than tier one. However, if I take that same if I take that same level armada and run say uh, Kirk, Khan, and Decius. Okay, which, by the way, will pack the biggest punch. I'm getting the most damage. There's no doubt about it on an Enterprise. Kirk, Khan, and Decius are absolutely punch you in the face until you're black and blue. I agree. Okay, but I am going to take more damage, all right, because I have no mitigation boosters in effect. I will finish the Armada a little sooner, but not a whole lot, maybe a couple of rounds. And Probably I'm a losing, lot sooner, DJ. And I'm losing... Well, but I'm also not running armadas where I would solo. Okay, I'm running 35. I'm running. Well, that's 30. what we're saying. We're, we're, I mean, you were saying if we're looking at this from a baseline, let's just say imaginarily everybody used the exact same loadout. So everybody used six of ten, five of ten, con Decius, Kirk, whatever. If you run just Decius, 
just from the DPR, because about 30 rounds in, you're going to basically double your damage. You're you're ending the battle sooner, thus taking less damage than going 50 plus rounds with a tier one six of ten. Okay, you know what? We're going to leave it here. But there's we're gonna no let... guarantee you're going to get hit. <laughs> well, no. Here's what we're going to do. Notice. <laughs> here's what we're going to do. 50 rounds. The Enterprise fires about 125 times, and you need that many procs, so, so many triggers to get the effect from 6 of 10 you want, and with rank 3, you will have that at least. Okay, I don't think that any... That's a huge difference. I'm not, I'm not arguing that Tier 3 is going to be better than Tier 1. I'm just saying that Tier 1 ain't a bad spot to be either. I mean, he's a good officer. Now, we're going to leave it's it here. It's making a difference. Yeah, we're going to leave it here, okay? And and you know what? This is great. This is what I love about having this and having different, you know, having Hugo and having Rev. Guys, go try it. Okay, because it's not just that one officer, FYI. Okay, it's the levels of your ships, it's the survivability of your ships. Are you running Enterprise or are you running Augur or are you running Sally? Okay, this is a unique thing for you. Okay, Captain Bull and I actually just ran a test this week in base cracking. Okay, and Rev, uh, you may have covered this before. I'll run this one by you real quick and then we're going to talk about this on a future episode. We had an idea because my primary PvP crew on the Enterprise has been Kirk. Khan and Decius. But I thought, and that, by the way, is extremely effective when cracking bases, too, by the way. But I thought, well, golly, Khan's captain's maneuver is for cracking bases. I wonder if I should swap Khan for Kirk. If I've already got the 300% bonus for, for crew stats, should I swap Khan for Kirk and take advantage of Khan's uh, captain's maneuver, which is only a 50% proc? It was very close, but I think it actually did a little bit better. We did very limited testing on it. But see, that's the thing, guys. It depends on your ship. It depends on the level of your officers. My con is 4%. If my con was less than that, he may not be better in the captain's chair. Okay? So that's what's great about this game. Okay? Just like we were talking about the faction credits and the officers a minute ago, there's multiple paths you can go, and it's going to be different for everybody. There are too many variables with research and all this stuff for it to be the same for anybody. Go try it. Go try it for yourself. This show doesn't tell you what to do. Okay? This show is going to present some evidence and prevent some data, maybe offer some suggestions, and then you try it for yourself. Okay? Because I can't tell you, Rev, that that's going to work better for you than what you're already using. All right? My opinion is that 6 of 10 is good. You and Hugo are saying he's not good at Tier 1. All right? Now, well, we're not saying he's not good. We're just not, saying not other good. things are better. Well, I, I mean... Running it the most efficient way possible. There you go. And so you, got, you guys go check it out. Ask your team to run a couple of armadas with you against the same type of target and check out your survivability and check out the total number of rounds that it goes. All right? And even then, there's still going to be variables like the total number of crits or who gets hit you know so that four million jelly taking the brunt of the shots versus your one million sally if it has the bad enough luck of getting hit five times in a row it's going to have a different output okay but run these tests a couple of times and see how it goes and yes dur don't build too many ships <laughs> all right i mean and i'm just, just saying, to, in hindsight to be clear i just want to say um Five of ten, uh, five of uh, six of ten is not bad. I just want to say because you have to test this, that uh, another officer might be more beneficial to you. So that's everything I want to say. Not that everything uh, everyone would say. Uh, Gregor said six of ten is, is shit. No, no, no. Um, so uh, yeah, you're, that's clear. fair. It that's completely fair. Officer. 
And so let you me. You can always change it up for more damage, but you're just sacrificing the survivability that the synergy offers you to Jayla. If 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 survivability is you your last, thing, last and you know what? In fairness, there have been we have decided this over the last eight weeks, Karkin. Uh, since Borg Modus came out, this is when it really became a conversation. We have discussed that there's two clear paths when it comes to Armadas. There is survivability, and there is attack or damage. Okay, Gregor, for example, is full on in the corner of damage dealt. He believes you should pack the hardest punch as fast as possible. And, and it sounds like Hugo and Rev are kind of talking the same thing, you know, making sure that you maximize your damage for the number of rounds that you're going to survive. But then there's that other camp, like Captain Bull, like Karkin, okay, that say that the survivability is important. If you can survive 10 rounds longer, even if your damage per round is a little bit lower, you're throwing extra shots in those 10 rounds that you have survived that you wouldn't have otherwise. So are you really doing less damage? You might be doing less damage per hit, but if you get more it's hits, all, you see? It's all about the one rep max. It's all about the one rep max. <laughs> there you go. You just want to do that one rep and you want to max out. There you go. All right. There's two uh, mentalities. When it comes to the Mega Cube, um, I did some math. And one, when, you, when you want to defeat the Mega Cube with the DAS, then I really recommend 5 of 10 as captain, 6 of 10 um, as a side officer, and... Kang or the, what is, what's the other one at Shavanik, I think. And you need the one with the crit reduction officer, you know, the 9 of 10, mm -hmm. um, on a ship that survives as long as possible. And so you have all your targets. Um, so don't, uh, so any ship doesn't die uh, too soon. So the, the Borg Armada, the Mega Cube, has to, pr has to uh, spread the damage to all the ships. And this way, you you should be able to survive to round four. Until this point, you deal so much damage that you get the shield down in round three with the kinetic shot, and everything else. The Bokamada should, with this six uh, six man combo, get at least to fifty percent or to one third of the of the entire HP. There you go. All right. When you get a lot of crits, then you can even finish the thing. But it's real. And this is everything um, calculated with minimum damage, no criticals. So there you go. I mean, and and we're talking a little bit about Borgmatas here a little bit, but not uh, necessarily. And, and, and Vidar maxed. <laughs> yeah, and and a Max Vidar. But but and again, not not suggesting that anything's happened with Borg. But this is just kind of revisiting this whole conversation about Armadas. And we and we very well may continue this series, guys. Okay, because I'm getting ready to wrap up here for today. We may continue this series in which we will start discussing the two camps. Right, we'll start discussing you know the survivability camp and the damage dealt camp and talking about the armada crews that may be good for for both sets and traditional armadas we may do this this may actually be a really good series okay uh armada crews and and then you know we'll throw out a couple suggestions and you guys go try them out there also as somebody was poking up uh was uh, pointing out uh trip tucker hey welcome trip what you doing buddy um mixed crews can almost always have additional benefit. For example, running five sets of morale is not necessarily as beneficial as running, you know, one morale and one burning and one hull breach. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, Rev, that was kind of your discovery during Borgmatas that has translated to be true during traditional armadas, is that you can still do burning and hull breach uh, and morale on a traditional armada. And that was kind of your discovery, I think, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, mixed crews, if you can get everybody to agree, is always the best bet. Yeah, if, if you've got the coordination level required to do a mixed crew, then then that's really good. And so, guys, uh, you know, again, we've, we've shifted topics once or twice today, but the key takeaway here is the transporter patterns to get the crew you want to the level you want. You know what? Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Hugo is is right that a Tier 3 6 of 10 is going to be way better than a Tier 1 6 of 10. Guess what? I can now grind that out pretty daggone quick. All right? Pretty quick. If I can get one or two shards a day out of transporter patterns, then guess what? I've promoted 6 of 10 in a matter of 30 to 45 days. Just throwing that out there. Okay? So for those of you who weren't grinding active nanoprobes because you felt like it would take you forever to get there, maybe time for you to get started. 6 of 10 is now available with transporter patterns. And as many transporter patterns that some of you are earning... Maybe it'll be sooner than you think. Durr says that's going to cut into con, though. Well, you get a choice, buddy. <laughs> get to pick. You pick. Okay? Pick your officer. You get to decide. Now, for me, yeah, I'm still chasing con. I will focus everything I've got on con until, yeah. until I got him, and then I'll worry about 6 of 10. I, but I'm going after con. Nothing is standing in my way because, you know, Rev, I, I don't think you were in here when I said this earlier. You know what? The community scored a victory the other day with Swarm Sunday staying the same. But, guys, if anything, it could have been a red flag warning that he may not be here forever. Okay? He might be. He might be. And if he is, then we get transporter patterns forever, and I'm still happy with that. Once I, You guys think about this. Once I max con and I get 400 transporter patterns per con shard and I'm still getting 13 a day, that's 5,200 transporter patterns out of Swarm Sunday. So instead of 13 con shards, I'm going to get five shards of my pick of an officer. My pick. Okay? I'll take that too. Five shards of any officer I want out of Swarm Sunday, thank you. I'll take it. Okay? So nothing's going to stand in my way of doing that. And all of you, I think that you would be wise to start employing the tactics offered by Transporter Patterns to get your officers maxed as soon as possible. Okay? Rev, you got anything to add, buddy? Nope. Cool. Let's take a very quick break. When we return, we'll uh, finish up with Battleship and get ready to uh, hop on out of here, okay? Uh, Rev just posted, there are new officers since our, our last run. Time to make a new video. What are you talking about for Borg Probes, buddy? Well, since the last time I made a mixed crew armada, that's before all the Borg officers really came yeah. through. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that would be beneficial because uh, there are multiple crews now besides just burning morale and hull breach now there's some board crews you can use as well to for example like in my case increase your mitigation ensure survivability now we've got a mud officer who could potentially be thrown into the mix okay so there's a lot of new armada officers and some new crew combinations that can be used and uh yeah rev there's they a good fire more shots video right so your your 100 percent mud <clears throat> tactic might work with an armada that's firing more shots good yeah potentially Potentially. All right. So we'll uh, figure it all out in a future episode. Maybe we'll uh, do some work together, Rev, and come up with a new Armada series because, uh, you know what, Armadas are becoming more prevalent in the game. I mean, they happen for Borg. Uh, they, the traditional Armadas have always been here, and, and, you know, here's the thing. Armadas ain't going away, folks. Okay? So um, 
Maybe it's time to talk about that in a little more detail. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we will get you caught up to speed with Battleship and what happened this week off the air. Plus, we'll wrap up with some promotions. And, ladies and gentlemen, an interview date for Community Manager Panic has been set. He's returning to Talking Trek show to speak to all of you. It's coming up right after the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Fruit and Fibber, the breakfast cereal that lies about how good it is for you. Everybody wants alternative energy, but are you willing to have it in your own backyard? Those unsightly windmills towering overhead. Proposition 143 puts the proposed local wind farm inside, in a big building, out of sight, out of the way of our region's panoramic beauty. This year, vote for Proposition 143. Let's put the wind farm inside. Paid for by citizens for indoor wind farming. It started out in my boots, but then the it shoots right up to my John Thomas hair. Don't want folks to know, so I move to and fro, but I need to scratch myself down there. I must distract your eyes so I can itch near my fly, so I think of a way in my brain. I bumped into you and spilled a drink on your shoe as I scratched myself on the main vein. Cause I got an itch in low places where the zipper goes down and the gears chase after girls all day. Gotta find a way. I'm stuck inside the and can't imagine the looks on folks' faces But I've got a itch in low places not me. Yeah, that's right, Grand Vampire. Ladies and gentlemen, Fat Boy Slam. From the 90s. Did you know that uh, the video for this song features Christopher Walken actually dancing? Yeah, there he is. Look at him. Yeah, Chris Walken. Love him. Needs a little more cowbell there, Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> I need more cowbell, please. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Your mics are potted up, and welcome back to the Sunday edition. It is hot wherever you may be. It is daggone hot. Um, and uh, you guys are talking about somebody angry typing. Is it? Is it Gregor? Gregor, are you typing loudly? 
Is that what's happening? I'm on mute. I'm not even typing. <laughs> Some, somebody is typing. I don't know what's happening. I didn't hear it because you guys were potted down during the break, so I didn't, I didn't actually get a hand on that. Uh, oh, it was Hugo, the other Gregor. Hmm. Anyway, uh, there you go, guys. Listen, we got a lot to get to, just a few minutes in which to do it. I need to wrap up with Battleship. But uh, real quick, any final questions, anything we need to talk about with transporter patterns, scouts, faction credits, ships? We've covered a lot of material today um, and kind of went into detail with the transporter patterns, but very briefly, (laughs) very briefly into Armada Cruise and even potentially starting to, to maybe cut back on your plans for all these ships. Gregor, would you agree or disagree that I believe the original intention, if we go back way, way back in the day, Scopely has even told us that their original intention was never for people to have more than one faction. Okay? Dual yeah, faction. When the faction thing. Dual yeah. faction was unintended. Triple faction was, was unheard of. Okay, it was never supposed to happen. So, guys, let's let's pretend for a second that that was the way it was always supposed to be. You would not be able to get every ship from every shipyard level. Okay, be a little bit more picky with your ships. Be a little bit more picky with what you build. Be a little bit more savvy with the faction credits that you guys are earning and use them in an area that's going to benefit you the most. JB says, any word on server merges? Yes, 194 and 195 were successfully merged only days ago. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to the new server 195. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, uh, Marias is a listener on that show, and he said everything went well. It was a little bit delayed. We even talked on the last show that we thought it was coming, and then we thought it was delayed, but really, in fairness, Scopely had never given us a date. Okay, they just said that it was, you know, coming soon. Uh, Well, the event uh, or the merge happened, their quantum event happened, and they did, in fact, get their in uh, their event store. Gregor, you and I talked about this. It was a simple event store. Okay, not as big as the event stores we got, for example, say with the Borg event. It had basic resources It had three star uncommon and rare materials. It didn't have any blueprints or anything like that. I think the most uh, the most nice thing or the nicest thing that it had was independent credits. Okay, it did have some independent credits built into that. Um, but uh, there was, you know, a good event store, and apparently those folks were able to pick up a nice handful of stuff with the quantum tokens that they, that they earned. So, uh, yeah, nice little, nice little uh, after-the-fact gift bag for servers 194 and 195. But, uh, again, uh, guys, the, uh, the server merges progressing slowly. Hayden says, when is 27 merging? Crap, no idea. Okay, don't know. Have you guys gotten a merging uh, merger message? Because if you have, then uh, we just need to find out. But uh, to my knowledge, Rev, has anybody else gotten a merger message? I think that was it for right now, right? Oh, Rev's gone. Okay. <laughs> he gone. I don't think anybody else has gotten the message. Okay, so guys, just uh, just stand by. It will happen when it happens, and it's not going to happen for the big pop servers, but 194 and 195 were successfully merged. Incident free. Congratulations to them. Um, let's see. Somebody just posted a second ago. Uh, Cam says, awesome podcast interview. What are you talking about, Cam? <laughs> I'm not sure what, what you're referring to. You're referring to today? I didn't interview anybody today, I don't think. Except for maybe Gregor. I guess you count. Not really. You're a guest. You're the co-host. You're my right-hand man. You're always here. Except weird today. You're sitting on my left-hand side. It's kind of throwing me off. I don't know exactly what's up with that. Well, I'm left-handed, so that makes way more sense. <laughs> I guess it does. You know, you have and more right. By the way, right. you're out of the ship. 
<laughs> you need a box of tissues too? <laughs> Hang on, I'm, I'll get you one out of the closet. Uh, guys, welcome in. Uh, <laughs> Big Country says, you interview yourself. Awesome work. Yes, thank you. I uh, appreciate that. Conversations with myself are a lot of fun. Hey, uh, the mechanic says, when the game tutorial introduced you to factions, it seemed to suggest to conquer the galaxy, you'll need to conquer the three factions. That's interesting because we really don't conquer any of them. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're striving to become favored in all of them. So conquering them is not exactly, uh, I think, what the game makers the game makers had in mind. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, oh, Cam says the interview was server 191. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, Cam. Thank you very much. That was, I really enjoyed that interview. Uh, and having Commander Taylor here was a lot of fun. Uh, that gave us some really cool insight. That was a great interview. I really appreciated that. Uh, any word on the badge chest? Aardvark, the only word that I've got for you is as follows. Scopely knows that it happened. They are aware that it's happened. And a communication is being worked on. That's all I know. Okay? I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what the result is going to be. Uh, all I know is what I just said. They are aware. They know about it. A communication is inbound. Okay? That is all I've got for you on the officer badges faux pas. Okay? That is all I've got for you. Okay? Uh, anything else? Any other real quick questions? Uh, Gregor, you got anything? You seen anything in the chat? Anything we need to touch on very quickly before we get into the so, battleship? Brother. Do Battleship. Uh, we do should it do it Battleship. Do it, do it, do it. Let's do the Battleship game, ladies and gents. Let's do it now. <laughs> All right, Battleship. No data mining talk? Uh, no, I don't really want to talk about data mining today. Big, do you want to talk about data mining today? <laughs> I'm actually running out of time. I got people coming over to the house. I got pulled pork to make. <laughs> Listen, I got a really good pulled pork recipe in my pressure cooker. So I got I to get on that. All right, folks. Let's see what happened with Battleship this week. As some people saw... We decided to pull four names, and that's mainly because we played four times on the air last week. All right? So we pulled four names. Let's let you know what happened. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Housekeeping was chosen. Unfortunately, housekeeping missed their window. Housekeeping missed the time frame and therefore did not have an opportunity to play the game. However, Lasky did. Lasky, 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 L-A-S-K-I. Hello, Lasky. You had a chance to play, and uh, you did uh, hit a miss, or hit a miss. You, you guessed a miss, but it was a good miss. It was very strategic. As a matter of fact, very interesting that all three of you guys were in the same general area. This was interesting. Very, very interesting to me. You guys, Are you guys following, following some kind of, like, strategy? Is there a battleship strategy that I don't know about? Anybody? Oh, Truck and Chick says, I pulled your son? That's cool. Which one was he, Chick? Was that Lasky, Super Survivor? Super. Super. Super, super Survivor was our next player. Yeah. Super Survivor was our next player. He guessed G5. Okay, so Lasky was F5. Super Survivor guessed G5. Both of those were misses. F5 and G5. They were both misses. Then Unhoney, Unhoney, what's up, Unhoney? Live and present in the podcast room right now. And Hani had a guess, and guessed Delta Seven, D Seven, which was a miss. Delta Seven was not uh, was not a hit either. 
Okay. Uh, and then our fourth player, our fourth player was Stochastic. Stochastic, also a live listener of the show. Stochastic guest uh, G4. G4. Okay, so again, you guys were super-duper clustered here. It was very interesting. Obviously, you guys are following some type of pattern. All right, so here one more time. Last time, here were your off-air guesses. Delta 7, Foxtrot 5, Gamma 5, and Gamma 4. These were all misses. These were all misses, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. There you go. Update your game card. And now... Let's find ourselves a player. Yeah, I know. Well, Dur, the problem is they were all clustered. They might be following a pattern, but they were all clustered together, so they didn't really get a chance to go on out. All right. Let's find ourselves our player today. Splatu. Ah, oh, I love it. Splatu, welcome in. Let's walk on inside the Battleship War Room. Welcome in. Yes, it's van it's clean. We got a new air conditioner. Got a new air conditioner. Yep, it's pumping nice cold air. Feels great in here, doesn't it? Yes, nice and cool on such a hot day. Splatsu! Splatsu, welcome to the game. Oh, by the way, real quick. Uh, <laughs> battle droid. Yes, yes, one second. Uh, very quickly, for those of you who have been asking me about Snake Eyes, he's completely fine. He is absent today. He is at his nephew's birthday party and last time I talked to him, he was about four or five beers in and said he didn't plan on stopping until the sun went down. All right. <laughs> okay. Snake Eyes is just fine today. He's enjoying a day with family and alcohol. All right. Splatsu. Splatsu. Oh, he's muted in voice. Oh, he's going to be so mad. He's a listener of the show, too. Splatsu. Oh, there he is. Splatsu, welcome into the show. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. Splatzoo. Splatzoo says Delta 2. Let's find out. Computer, please. Delta 2. Delta 2. Target acquired. <laughs> ah, not a correct guess. All right, Delta 2. You guys mark it. Delta 2. Splatsu, thank you for your guess. Delta 2, ladies and gentlemen, is a miss. All right? And very quickly again, you guys listen carefully. I'm going to give you your off-air guesses. This is it. This is the last time. Off-air guesses were Delta 7, Foxtrot 5, Gamma 5, and Gamma 4. Those were your off-air guesses, and we just now had Delta 2 from Splatsu. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, let's find our second player. Very quickly, Vita's bot find ourselves a winner. Herc, 1468. Herc, congratulations to you. Herc, you're our next player. All right, checking the prize list. It looks like Herc is good to go. Herc has not played in a while. He's ready to play. And very, <laughs> Stevens, Aaron, just write him down and then fill out the card. <laughs> Herc. Welcome in to the show. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer as he has just done. Herc is guessing Hotel 3, ladies and gentlemen. Computer, Hotel 3, please. Hotel 3. Target acquired. Oh, snap! Hey, Herc! Look at you go, buddy. Look at you go. 
Go ahead, do the happy dance. Do the happy dance, Herc. You got it. Do the happy dance. Mmm. All right, Herc. Congratulations to you. Herc, Hotel 3 is a hit. Oh, ho, 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 ho. you guys have found the second ship on the board. Hotel 3 is a hit, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. All right. Now, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Just be... Stupid. <laughs> Congratulations. Hotel 3 is a hit. Ladies and gents, this is not because somebody just got a hit, but because I had actually pre-planned it. It's on my game card. We're picking three winners today. Computer, find me a third winner. Maybe we can find somebody to play. Zakara, congratulations to you, Zakara. You're my next player. Zakara, you've got a chance right here. The thing is, this coordinate is wide open. Wide open. It can go north, it can go south, it can go east or west. You don't know which direction it's going to go. You do not know. All right, Zakara says Hotel 2. Hotel 2, and this is it for the day. I'm not doing any more. Okay, this is it. I don't have time. I got I to gotta roll. I'm already 15 minutes late. The wife is texting me. Computer, Hotel 2, please. Hotel 2. Target acquired. Hotel 2 is a miss. Hotel 2 is a miss. So you got one out of four directions. You've got it, you've got it uh, eliminated. One out of four directions. It's not going north, ladies and gentlemen. East, west, or south. East, west, or south. We don't know. But you will have an opportunity to play off the air as we will take this week Commanders 3. Three commanders will have an opportunity to guess this week and see if they can make themselves a winner with Talking Trek's Battleship. If you're listening in podcast form, all you got to do is join our website. Go onto our website. Just type it in, talkingtrekstfc.online. There you'll find a link to join our Discord and make sure you mention anything, post anything in the Battleship War Room. And the bot will catch you. You'll be registered to play Talking Trek's Battleship right here, and you'll have a chance to play and win. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to about wrap up my show. Uh, Snake Eyes is alive and well, I promise. Uh, guys, yes, there will not be any taping of gold uh, activity today as I must get in to prepare my world-famous barbecued pulled pork, okay? Your mics are potted up real quick if you guys want to uh, hop in and uh, we'll answer any last-second questions. Two minutes open to the floor. Oh, by the way, do want to announce this, uh, ladies and gents, just in case uh, I would forget to post it later. We do have breaking news. We do have breaking news. It uh, it was only sprung on me this past week. Ladies and gentlemen, you got it, Anhani. Anhani says, what time are you targeting for Wednesday? Ladies and gentlemen, we will be targeting and enacting 1 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. Community manager Panic will be here. I'm sorry, Durr. It's another Spain show. What am I supposed to do? I can't help it. I can't record when Panic is like 1 o'clock in the morning. I can't do it. Yeah, we do know beforehand this time. Last time it was sprung on me a little too late. Panic is going to be here, guys. Panic is going to be here Wednesday. Wednesday at 1 p.m. Here for the July State of the Game. 
What does it mean that Panic's showing up on Wednesday for a podcast? Panic always shows up on Wednesday. Literally every show he's ever done with me has been on a Wednesday. <laughs> Everyone. Ever. Why this Wednesday? <laughs> Gregor. I don't know, Gregor. Why would Panic decide to come on Talking Trek this Wednesday, July 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time? Whatever are you implying? Seems suspect to me. It seems suspect to you. I mean, Panic has always been on our show at the beginning of the month, for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I mean, I don't know. He just said, hey, what about this date? I said, hey, cool, man. Sounds great. (laughs) And 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 what? (laughs) I can't hear. I said, hint, hint, hint. Hint, I didn't say anything like that. I said nothing of the sort, ladies and gentlemen. All I said is that Panic will be here on Wednesday to talk to you, the community. You know, just in case you have any questions or, you know, anything. Just listen to it. What? Listen to what? What are you talking about? I didn't say nothing. Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Come and listen to the show. (laughs) Come and listen to the show. You got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, folks, that's going to do it for me. My name is Ultimate DJs. You guys have been my live studio audience, and I love you mucho, greatly, very much. Thank you for being here. Guys, we got a lot to go over uh, coming up over the coming weeks. (laughs) Yeah, Gregor probably shouldn't have said that. You know what? We got a lot of research to talk about, right? The galaxy tree. The galaxy tree is not going to discuss itself, right? We got. We got to talk about the galaxy tree. We did. Hey, did we already do that one, or was it the station tree? We already did. (laughs) I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, well, there's too many trees. We're going to figure it out, guys. And uh, lots of good stuff to come. I promise you that. Guys, thank you so much, Gregor. As always, thank you for being my left-hand man here today. Appreciate you stopping by on a Sunday. Happy 4th of July to you Americans. Happy Canada Day to you northern neighbors and to the rest of you across the world. Happy July 5th. Hope you have a great Sunday. For those of you uh, in Australia, happy Monday. Back to work. Yay! All right, guys. Visit our website. It's TalkingTrackSTFC.online. There you're going to find a list of our gold patrons. You're going to find out how to become a patron, and you're going to find a a list of all the patrons there on the left-hand side here in the Discord, where you'll also find a link right there on our website. You can join our Discord and participate live and see our gold patrons listed on the right-hand side. Just in case you missed it, those gold patrons, I'm going to read them out to you right now. How about we say thank you to Gregor and Gallus Pet, Venkman, Ibeglin, and Big Country, Trash Panda, and Doom. These guys are all gold patrons. Hey, Hank, thank you. Lord Neelix, Chuck Sagrunt, Pops, Dark Lord, and the Big Rob, all gold sponsors. Steven Zarin, JB, Ahab, Energy, and Fukum, thank you for being gold sponsors of the show. I appreciate you very much. Hi, I bombed you. Thorn, Virtual Army, appreciate you being a gold sponsor. Battalion, Jayberg, Star Fox, Morgul, and DJ Gurr. Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, and Aceus, you guys are gold sponsors. Thank you so very, very much. Azrael, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crushed, and Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Beck, 
Tabby Moza, and Regis. Thank you for your gold sponsorships. Also, Arthur Pendragon, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Weg 2020, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31. Thank you for being gold sponsors. Also, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, and our latest gold sponsor, Blue Phoenix. Thank you guys so very much. I appreciate you being here. Thank you to our executive producer, Snake Eyes, who's taking a much-needed day off. In his place today, our moderator, Steven Zaren, Battalion and the Wicked Witch, thank you for controlling the chaos. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this has been another successful Sunday taping of Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. Love you, Minute. See you Wednesday, 1 o'clock, with community manager Panic. Love you, Minute. Bye-bye. 